Hello and welcome to Finch Shots Daily. In today's episode, we break down the Black Sea Grain Initiative and see what it has done to cushion the global food crisis. There's one thing almost every country has witnessed in the last 390 days as the war continues to rage on in Ukraine. Food crisis and the ensuing price rise. For instance, food prices in Jan 2023 were nearly 30% above the average food prices during 2020 and it's become a bit of a problem you see russia and ukraine are two of the world's largest grain exporters claiming about 30% of the pie russia also provides 13% of the world's fertilizers while ukraine supplies half of all sunflower oil and an attack on ukraine meant that it couldn't safely export essential items like wheat maize and barley to even its closest neighbors in Africa and the Middle East before the war kicked off nearly 3/4 of its exports traveled through the black sea come the war ukraine's port infrastructure was damaged some were under russia's control and anything that was left couldn't travel because russia threw 400 to 600 naval mines into ukraine's sea zones This meant that any ship carrying exports could blow up if they ever ferried over these waters and these obstacles quickly paved way for shortages and rise in global food prices. But here's the thing, these inflated prices are still 18% lower today than all-time highs of March 2022. The reason, the Black Sea Grain Initiative or the Black Sea Corridor. What's that you ask? To put it simply, it's an agreement that the United Nations brokered between Russia, Ukraine and Turkey back in July 2022. The deal lets Ukraine gather all its exports at three major ports and offers a safe route or a corridor devoid of underwater mines so that its ships can reach and pass through Bosporus Strait in Turkey. From here, these grains and fertilizers can easily enter the Mediterranean Sea and reach countries in Africa and around the world. and to monitor all of this the un formed a joint coordination committee or a jcc that had representatives from its side and all three countries involved so essentially any ships that moved in and out of ukraine had to be registered with the jcc and overseen by them and guess what this initiative helped ukraine increase its average monthly exports from about 1.7 million tons in august 2022 to about 4 million tons in feb but that's not all The initiative has also helped other countries deal with hikes in food prices. Nearly 45% of the 23 million tons of food exports went to developed countries like Spain, Netherlands, Italy, the Republic of Korea, Germany, France, Greece, Ireland and Israel. The rest to Egypt, India, Iran, Bangladesh and countries in the Middle East and Africa. And you could see food prices easing briefly. For instance, the international reference price for wheat dropped for about 3 consecutive months, picking up only slightly in Feb. Corn prices too followed a similar trajectory, and you would think that this is a win-win for everyone involved. Unfortunately, there are some issues. The first issue is the nature of the deal. It's a tentative deal that offers little flexibility. Russia has threatened to back out of the deal multiple times and has even blockaded these ports on occasions citing Ukrainian aggression. The second issue is that the agreement was supposed to last until November 2022. Since then, representatives from the UN have tried to extend the program every few months on humanitarian grounds, but negotiating extensions have also allowed Russia better bargaining power. Once again, 
they've sought concessions of their own to keep the corridor. How long will this deal persist? We don't know. Finally, there's the fact that the corridor has helped develop nations more than developing countries. That is, countries that really need the help. For instance, low-income countries couldn't fully extract the benefits of lower prices due to their weak currencies. And as a consequence, many countries in Africa paid more for basic food items at a time when they are already reeling from a food crisis. So yes, while the Black Sea Grain Initiative has helped surpass a sharp rise in global food prices, the agreement that enabled all this still hangs very much in the balance. Thank you for listening to today's episode. FinShots Daily is available on a bunch of streaming platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. So make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast streaming platform. Until next time.